Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And Bob is Bob Shorey, one of the MCSCs at Tab. He comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. We have one line open for you. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. And if you're in the uh, greater Hartford area, Southington area, Music of the Night is happening today in Southington. If you want to check out what a marching band competition is all about, you got to see it to believe it. Uh, This is the first one in probably five or six years now that my wife and I are not running. And uh, we're going to be able to check it out as just regular fans and to see what these kids do on a marching in a, on a, on a football field. I know you watch football players do what they do, but to see what a marching man does on a football field is amazing with the amount of difficulty in the music, the amount of amazing drill that they run. And the color guard is chucking all sorts of weapons in the air and flags. And I'm telling you, you got to see it to believe it. I, I can't do it justice to describe it. Um, if you want to see what kids are just doing, getting, smarter and smarter on the football field, uh, it's worth checking out today in Southington. Starts at uh, Gates open at 2, I think it starts at 3, and Southington will go on at 8 to, to finish the night. So it's a nice day in Southington. Let's go to you. back to Joe, who's doing something with Google that I'm still trying to figure out. So, Joe, yes. you try to use Google. When you say using Google, are you in the Chrome application or are you using the Google app of some kind? I am using... The I'm going to assume it's a Google app that uh, has been with my phone since I've owned it for five or six years. Yeah. I don't specifically go to Chrome. I just uh, hit the uh, microphone and ask them for what I need, and it's provided to me. Oh, so you're, you're talking to Google. I, whether I talk into it or, or type into it, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. As soon as I go out and search for information, I'll get... Um, that I've won, lucky me, and even if I answer the Google questions, how many times a week do you use it, do you like it, do you not like it, answer that and move forward, I've won a $1,000 gift card from somewhere. If I enter my information, of course, I'm not entering it, so I'm closing it. Weird. Okay, and now every, so now, now it's closed, and... It happens every single time I try to surf the web. Well, so I've had to using remove it from my phone. Yeah, you when you say remove it, you removed what? I removed. Um, I, I went into the settings and I stopped all updates from uh, Chrome. Actually, ah, so you so I don't get any more updates from Chrome, and I removed the app. The Chrome app. I removed the Chrome app. Yes. All right. So you and probably I downloaded. Firefox, and now I can surf with Firefox. 
Okay. So most likely what happened is somehow you had a browser hijack on your phone within Chrome. Okay. All right. So if you if it works now with Firefox, that's good news. You you said you removed the beach ball, right? You removed Chrome. Yes, um, I did. When you put it back in, same problem occurs. Yes, so, it does. Okay. So there's something up with your almost like you haven't deleted You've removed the app, but you haven't deleted the data from the Chrome okay. app, and it's probably seeing it again. Um, okay. When you go into apps, you're able to clear the caches and clear the data. You've yes. seen, have you seen that? Before, I have, yes. So if you want to try using Chrome again, load Chrome back on there and clear those areas of, uh, uh, of the app. And, okay, um, the cache and the data. Yeah, and see if... If that helps you, we do also have a link to this exact problem um, that Bob found, and uh, it's a survey. It's a scam. We, we all know it's a scam, um, but right. it's, it's mostly designed for PCs. The fact that it's happening on your phone is kind of interesting, um, but I think it has to do with the cache that you you put the app back on, and, and the phone's like, oh, okay, here we'll start right, right back where we left off, and it keeps the information. So clear that information, and I bet you that'll take care of it. I'm not positive. Read this. Uh, we're going to put the, a post up here for you that relates to that and may have something to do with the app as well. I don't know, um, but I think that's what's going right. on here. Obviously, you can All just right, wonderful. You can just. I, I appreciate your help. I'll do that. And uh, if it doesn't work, I'll call you next Saturday. <laughs> we'll be here, Joe. I promise. Thank you, and thank you, Bob. No problem. All right. Good luck. So, browser hijack on your phone. Now, again, how do you get hijacked on your phone? You surf somewhere you shouldn't have. Right, those things don't come um, automatically or by accident. Those types of things occur when you're surfing somewhere, and uh, so keep that in mind too. Uh, careful where you surf, I guess, is the moral of that story. Let's go to Lisa in Cheshire. What's going on, Lisa? Hi. Good morning. Thanks good morning. for taking my call. Sure. Um, I know it's Cyber Security Awareness Month. Yes, um, it is. So my question is sort of related. Um, I inherited a computer from a relative who passed. Oh, I'm sorry. And thank you. And what I when I turn, I want to do two things. One is I want to use the computer for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a HP Pavilion. It seems very nice. But when I turn it on, I can't get past the password protection screen because they had a password and you know, a password requirement. Right. Um, so two things. I need to determine first if there's any records on there that I need for you know purposes of. Probate. Yeah, correct. Mm -hmm. But secondly, I also want to use it after I determine whether there's records on there for myself. So is there some some suggestion you can make as to how I accomplish that? So just before we even talk about that, for those of you listening, please think about this issue that Lisa's going through and write your passwords down somewhere and and keep it with your important materials, Um, whether it be online passwords for you know financial systems, bank accounts, whatever needs to be looked at by whoever's going to be taking over should something happen to you because now poor Lisa here is in this position. Um, and as long as people write their stuff down and put it in a safe place, um, she wouldn't have to go through this. Now, for your problem, yes, Microsoft security can be defeated. <laughs> it's, this Unless may, it's not encrypted. This may be a BIOS password, too. Then it's going to be, yeah, it could be a BIOS password, which is also easily defeated by taking out the battery um, in well, the BIOS. You get, no, you got uh, you got to reset it. Right. So that's easily defeated. If it's a if it's an encryption password where they have encrypted the, the drive, there is nothing we can do for you. 
I think it's just when you turn it on, the opening screen comes up, and yeah. it's looking for a password. I think that's all it is. Okay, so you'll need to bring it to a computer expert, some sort of uh, you know computer shop in Cheshire, and they should be able to get around that password using. There's all sorts of tools out there, and this is, you know, this is the problem with Windows, right? I mean, it's not as secure as you think yeah. it is. But you, I, there's no tools that I'm going to talk about on the radio to help you with it. But you're gonna you're gonna want to go to a computer expert, and they'll use some tools. Okay. That will assist you. Now, the other idea would be to simply take the hard drive out um, and put it into a machine where you do have password access. You might be able to re, uh, to look at the data on the system on the drive if you're just looking mm-hmm. for data. But you want to use the computer. Yeah, um, yeah. So I would I would say bring it to a shop and have them use some of the tools that are available to uh, to get you in. Okay, so they have a means to do that. That's that's safe and secure and all that. If they don't have the means to do it, go somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, very well. Okay, that's helpful. No, I didn't know that, and um, no, that's a good suggestion. I, I know just where I'm going to go, and I appreciate your direction. All right, thanks for the call, Lise. Thank you, bye. Right, bye-bye. Yeah, so keep that in mind, guys. I mean, this, if you don't leave your passwords anywhere, people are going to have to try to you know break in and hack in, and just write them down, um, put them with your important papers so that if anything happens, somebody can... And do things, and of course, your social media. Right? There's a big issue to deal with the fact that when people pass and their social media accounts are still out there, it's you know, how do you deal with that? How do you inform social media you're no longer with us? Um, I don't know. And you got to do that before you go. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> Think about it before you go. All right. We're going to go on to Tom in New Britain next. Hey, Tom. Hey. Um, I have an iPhone six. I'm not sure if that matters or not. I don't know. It depends on your problem. Um, in messages for certain people, I can go back years, but this one contact I have, I can only go back like two pages worth of, uh, text. And it's the same problem on her end with me. Okay. Um, so, so... you know, you scroll back, you try and scroll back and it only goes like, you know, reloading messages. It'll go back like two pages worth. But others, I can go back years of uh, text back and forth. Hmm. I went to Apple, the uh, Apple store, and they said, oh, it's probably an issue with your carrier. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, right. So, but anyway, I contacted my my carrier, and they're like, oh, no, it's an Apple issue. Yeah. Okay. Um, Have you heard this before? No. So... I'm just going to ask you this question. Keeping all your texts forever, do you think that's a good idea? Probably not. Okay. I'm hoping, I was hoping you were going to say that. So your phone is running is going to run a whole lot slower if it has to bring up those text strings, right? Because it's got to load them all. Right. And also, we say some stupid things on texting as, as a human race. Right. And... My point would be would be for you to, to to get in more of a habit of deleting this stuff rather than keeping it. Okay, uh, that's just my advice to you. As a if I can, if anybody came and asked me now, you can tell me, Eric. I don't care what your opinion is. How do you fix this problem? I don't know because you talked to the two folks that should have an answer for you. I suspect that there's some sort of limit on you've maybe reached some sort of limit because if you're a guy who's never deleted a single text file ever. Maybe oh, you've no, hit I, a limit. I, I have. Okay, good. Have. But I would tell you, keeping your texts is is just like people who keep their Facebook posts for when they were 13, and then some ding-dong from CNN brings it up and says, look what you said when you were 13. Well, 
there's a certain person I was married to that I keep all those texts mm-hmm. for some obvious legal reasons. Yeah, you can. Yep, that's fine. You don't have to go too. T- I, that's, I, I assumed you had a reason, but uh, I would recommend always clearing your texts uh, over time. But um, in your case, you're using it for a legal record. But that's that's a, you're actually making my point too. Well, you can export those, can't you? And then save them somewhere else. I've never tried that. Have you ever tried to export your text, Tom? Can you export texts? I don't. I've never. That's news to me. If you can, hmm. never tried it. Obviously, no. Yeah, I haven't either. As you know, I'm deleting them like crazy. Uh, not that I'm saying such stupid things that I have to delete it constantly. People, I understand where you're going, <laughs> but I want my machine, my phone, to run faster, and it, it it'll run faster without trying to manage all those texts. Uh, I, yes, I you do, can. I do go back occasionally and delete some of the older stuff. Um, on other, uh, you know, text streams I have. Right, so you can do it. So basically you can uh, export text messages from the iPhone to PDF even. So that's kind of neat because that's kind of a legal document. Although I I, I'm not, uh, we can put a link up here for you. Okay. So I would tell you I can't, I have no idea why your your texts have stopped or, or not continuing based on your, your issue there because you've talked to the two folks that would tell you if there's a way to get around it. Um, but I can tell right. you how to now you know, make them archival, and then you can just okay. delete and start fresh and see if by just deleting and starting fresh, you get a new string that occurs. Huh. Yeah, like I said, it's on her end, it's just with me, like others, she can go back, and with me, it's only her. It's it's really weird. That's why it wouldn't be probably the iPhone or the carrier. It should, I, don't know, I don't know why it's specific to you two. <laughs> now, this happens to be your ex-wife? No. Oh, okay. I was going to say, maybe there's some sort of cosmic reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the cosmos is saying, yeah, don't talk to her. <laughs> um, but I think uh, we can show you how to export it now, and uh, which I've never tried to do. Um, so at least you now now know that if anybody, any, ever a text comes through and you need to make sure you hang on to it for whatever reason, you can just export it. It's pretty cool. And then delete them, right? Don't hang on to them. Trust me on this. Right. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll definitely uh, visit the site and uh, try and... Um, Export them to the PDF. There's some things that some people don't need to know. <laughs> exactly. So, right. All right. I wish I could give you more information. I never experienced the problem, and it's too granular and too specific to one person to be able to tell you why it would do that to you. So I have no clue at all. Um, yeah, it's it, really weird. Yeah. If somebody else out there has an idea that's happened to them, that's great. Maybe they'll call in from Radioland. Um, but if both Apple and your carrier can't help you, I, I don't have any idea. I've never seen it. Right. Okay. All right, Tom. All right, thanks. Have hey. a good day, guys. Yeah, thanks for calling. Hey. All right, bye-bye. Bye. That's a funky one. That's a real funky one. All right, I got to step out for a break, right, Matt? All right, stepping out for a quick break. We got one line open for you. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. And we're back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. Bob and I are just talking a little bit off air about uh, coyotes because I guess Kevin Whitcoast is coming in with Ray and and, and Joe in the morning uh, on Monday and he's going to talk about the coyote problem. There's definitely a coyote problem. I mean, you try sleeping with the windows open in the summertime, two in the morning, it's like a pack of hyenas out there. It's a little nerve-wracking. When I was a kid, all I heard was the crickets and the, and the cicadas and, and our windows were open. But now all you hear is coyotes howling. <laughs> They're coming for us. Let's go on to uh, Irvin in uh, Waterbury next. What's going on, Irvin? Hi, good morning, guys. Uh, wonderful show. Thank, I you. Love it. Thank you. Uh, I need your help. And we'll do our best. Okay. 
All right, I got an old um, laptop uh, with win- came with Windows Seven. It's yeah. a uh, Pavilion um, HP Pavilion DM4 2165. All right. Uh, okay, I some some years some time ago I installed Windows Ten and everything works perfectly. Right. Uh, just so on um, this last month, um, I changed from the E browser to to the to Firefox. Okay. And I cut, previously the computer was trying to do an update. I guess I didn't have enough space, and it keeps going back and forth. Oh yeah. So, so when I changed to uh, the Firefox, it's it's locked up. It's um. Can I open it? And uh, when I when I try to boot up, it says um, your computer has a problem. We'll restart for you. Oh boy! And it, and it goes through the the, the, the booting um, process, and then it ends up with um, three options. It's choose an option: yeah. one, continue, exit, and continue to Windows 10, and troubleshoot, reset your PC, or see advanced options. And the third option is turn your PC off. I tried all those, go into each of them, tried nothing. Can I get can I get it up? So you went to the advanced options? Yeah, it'll boot into the advanced options automatically if there's a problem. I'm suspecting that you have a problem with your hard drive. Okay. All right. So, so advanced option, yeah. You need to see if you can boot into safe mode with networking preferably, but and then open a command prompt and... Uh, you know, do a um, system okay. file check. All right, so in, in advanced options, I have system restore, uninstall update, system image recovery, repair, startup repair, command prompt, startup settings. Have uh, you done the system repair? Yeah, I think I tried all of them. Okay. And reset your PC is going to reset it back to the factory if it. Right, right. We see. I, that's, I, I don't want to do that. Cause no. I, exactly. Yeah. But you want to get into safe mode. So, what's the option on safe mode? Is it not popping? He anymore? wants to do a uh, disk check, basically a check disk. So, well, of those options, what can he choose to run through that? Um, he's got to try to get into safe mode and open a command prompt. Open uh, system file check. Run system file checks forward slash space now. Right, but to get, into, scan now. to get into safe mode for Windows 10, how should he do that? Oh, that's that's uh, you've got to basically crash it like three, three or four times, and then it'll come up with the screen that he had, and then he's got to run advanced options. That's where he is. He just listed him off. So in the advanced options, how does he get to the safe mode piece that you want him to get to? In the advanced option, there is system restore, uninstall updates, system image recovery, startup repair, command prompt. Command prompt. Command prompt. Command, That's command what Bob's prompt. trying to trying to think of. Okay, I'm clicking on that. Okay, that is. And now we're going to do. He's going to have you do a disk check, I think, right, Bob? Yeah, I'd run a sys- disk check and a system file. System file okay. checker. Yeah. So, uh, so I have a black screen with an X on Windows slash System32. With the cursor, to, um, I guess waiting for a command. You are going to wait for a command. Yep. We're going to give you this. You're going to do a um, SFC. S as in Sam. F as in Frank. C as in Charlie. SFC. Space forward slash. Scan now. All right, we're going to put you on hold as that happens, okay? E-N-E-N-D? S-C-A-N-N-O-W. 
Scan now. And then hit enter. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I need it. Um, forward slash then. Forward slash then scan. S as in Sam. Oh, C-A-N-N-O-W. And we're going to put you on hold. Okay, Irvin? Okay. And have it run. We'll see how that goes for Irvin. And we'll be right back with your calls. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. we got one line open for you. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC, and we'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. We are on with Irvin, who hopefully is running a system file checker. Is it running, Irvin? Yes, it ran, and the result is that Windows resource protection could not perform the required cooperation. Ooh. Uh, I just want to mention that um, my Wi-Fi signal is off. It's on yellow instead of white. I don't know if that, that make a difference because no. I'm online. Okay. No, you don't have to be online to do these things. Okay. We're All doing right. these are less local utilities are running on the machine itself. So Bob's worried that your hard drive is failing, right, Bob? That's yes. what you think. So you couldn't even run that. That utility is that's not a good sign. Um, and you've you've gone through all the other steps to try to get the system to re, re, uh, recover on its own. Right. Um, you could run check disk now after that. C H K D S K D H K C H K D S K space. No, D as in dog. S K disk. Oh, so check C H K D S K disk. Kilo. Uh huh. And that's going to check for bad sectors on your drive. Now, if it marks them bad, it's a space. Backslash R behind it, oh, so it oh, repairs I, I, it. I got that wrong. That's not. It says not recognized. It's Charlie. Ch- ha- Harry. King. C H K. C H A. K as in kite. Uh, yeah, check. Kilo. Think of it as a I'm, short I'm, word for check. I'm, I'm sorry. Let me get, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm at a hard time. It's Charlie Apple. No. No. Charlie. C. Uh, Charlie. Uh, Hilo, Kilo, D is in David, S is in Sam, mm-hmm. K is in Kilo. Okay. So if you look at it, it sounds like check disk. Right? And, You're checking the disk. And then uh, space backslash R oh, I, oh, for repair. I, 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 I entered already. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Let me do, go back over that again. Uh, yeah. You got, you got it. That's okay. You have to add um, that repair piece or it won't fix it. Otherwise, okay. it'll scan through and tell you what's wrong, but it won't fix it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Give me that one more time, please. C-H-K-D-S-K space backslash R. Backslash R. And we'll have a link to it. Yeah, we'll put a link for you, but, uh, Robert. I'm sorry, Irvin. You cannot find the path specified. Can't find the path specified. You just ran it the first. Are you in? Where are you? C. You're in the C colon, right? Yes. Windows Windows System 32. Um, yeah, it should be there for you to run. It won't even it won't even run that unless you're mistyping it. Uh, yeah. Maybe I have. Maybe I'm doing that. So Charlie Hector Kilo. Charlie Hector Kilo. Hector as in hello, H C H K D as in dog S K. Everyone on the planet is driving saying, All right, we're going to get this guy off the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. Four, right. 
space uh, backslash R, right? Yes. A backslash is a arrow. Uh, it's a little slash that's going to be. Yeah, I found that. Okay. No. Above your enter key, generally. Yeah, no, that's a yeah. for. Yeah. That's not getting it. Forward step. Uh, can you post that on on your side? Like, I can follow. It is posted. You want to do a forward slash or a backslash, Bob? Backslash. I, I, okay. I did the the backslash. Yeah, which is going from left down to the bottom. Yeah. Or is it forward end, slash? I think it's forward. Slash. It's a forward slash. Bob's rethinking it. Yeah. Oh, it's forward slash. Okay. Yeah, it's the but space it's forward a, slash. It's R. it's in the article, <laughs> <laughs> so you can see it. Uh, oh boy! We can't run it here or test it because we don't want to repair any of our discs. Uh, I mean, just read it quickly. Is it a forward slash or a backslash? Now I don't even think of it. Yeah, it's forward slash, Bob. Yeah, it was right. It's forward slash. Now we're, now we're second. But you know, this. I can type it without thinking. I know that's know? the problem. I know, I know. So, Irvin, if that doesn't do anything for you, and you're back to where you were, the drive is toast. Now, if you need data off of it, you can take the drive out of your computer. All right, uh-huh. and plug it into a USB. Uh, uh, adapter. So you're going to take the drive and adapt it into a USB cable so you can then plug it into another computer and then try to try to uh, navigate over to it okay. through uh, Explorer and copy any files off it that are copyable. But it doesn't sound like your operating system's in good shape. Right. I, I don't think it's good. I cannot read the, the message that I get now. It says, Windows cannot run disk checking on this on this volume because it's not, it is right protected. Oh. Huh. Well, that means that you cannot lock current drive. Okay, what does that mean, Bob? It's re- it thinks it's right protected. Yeah, uh, no, that's weird. That means uh, could he have it? He not. He's not encrypted, is he? He could be encrypted, but yeah. right protected is usually a permissions issue. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, that's true. So, mm. oh, okay. Yeah, I think you're going to have to take this to uh, a shop. A shop. But in this case, you could also just take the drive out. And assume it's probably a mess. I don't think you want to spend too much time and energy on it. How old is this laptop, Irvin? Oh, it's, it's pretty old. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna pronounce it probably dying. <laughs> yeah, I know. And take the drive out, connect it to another computer, get your data off of it if you can see it. But don't spend money on this thing. Yeah, I don't You've already know. wasted so much money on the air here today that we're all we're all gonna tell you that we need to go away with the with the drive. I'm just kidding. I sponsor your next show. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's done. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. But yeah, I'll, I'll check your website for the for the posting. Yeah. It'll be up there, but I don't think it's going to help you because you can't even run the actual utility. So I think yeah. that's that's not what we expected to 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 see. If it's right oh. protected, that's a bizarre response. More than likely, it's it's been giving you little issues along the way that were hints, and you probably ignored them. Well, yeah. But the only thing I've been getting is it, it's trying to run updates, and it didn't have the, the space for it, so it keep going. Attempting each time and then and then uninstall. So. So it's a very small drive on top of that. Yes. Yeah. So you could have just simply filled it to the point where it can't operate, uh, which Microsoft should have prevented for you, but they do have a bad. They do cause trouble with that as well with small drives. So, I think you should punt, Irvin. Okay. All right. <laughs> I say a prayer for you. Yes. Say a few nice words. You're welcome. Right. Time Bye-bye. to run a new one, but through committee. So it's, fun, it's funny, we haven't, I haven't run low-level check disk commands in a long time. Do you run them very often out in the field? Well, they're, they're supposed to run in the background automatically today. On Windows 10? Yeah. Let's go on to, uh, I didn't even know that. Let's go on to, well, on South State? No, well, on South State it wouldn't run. 
Actually, solid state is supposed to, yeah. Really? Yeah, and it's not check disk. You don't do check disk. Right. It's, uh, what the heck is it? It's a different, uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll figure it. it out, yeah. John and Longmeadow, what's going on? Good morning, gents. Uh, I'm looking for some advice on what software to use to find duplicates, duplicate files on my hard drive. I, I, I'm a sloppy bookkeeper. I've got too many backups. I just want to you know, combine everything, get it in one place. And uh, I see a bunch of different programs for finding duplicates, but I don't know which one to believe. You know, they're, What operating uh, system do you use? Windows 10. Okay, we can put a... There's a product called CC Cleaner that we've used quite often. Um, and it has a duplicate finder. And that might be a way... Because CC Cleaner is a pretty popular utility. And it's, okay, it's, I'll give that a shot. It's probably That's, free. Okay, uh, I'll go with that. And now I have another question. Uh, mm -hmm. I took a hard drive out of an old Vista computer. I put it in an enclosure, and I want to use it as, a, as another backup for, for my system. Really? And uh, first thing I tried to do was erase everything that was on it, and it did everything except the old Vista operating system and the, the you know, that uh, partition with the recovery on it. Yeah. Uh, Don't do that, now, though. Don't don't Pardon don't me? don't use it, John. Oh, it, oh, well, let me tell you, I, I bought this thing and put it in uh, about a, a month before the computer failed. Okay, uh, so you're is, saying it's how old then? The hard drive is like four years old, hmm. but it, it's only had a month of use before you know I just set it aside and bought another computer. All right, so you're trying to format it, and it's leaving the operating system and the recovery partition. Oh, well. That was my question. Uh, I just first off, I just tried to erase everything off of the drive. No, you got to format. It erased everything except the the uh, Vista operating system and that you know the, the the partition for the recovery on there. Yeah, I would format it. I would format it from your Windows 10 computer. Oh, and it, it will erase all that stuff. It will. Well, formatting is differently than is different than erasure. Erasing something is really not doing anything but putting a little character in front of it to say it's available space. A format will take that drive and reconfigure the uh, geometry so that it's understood by Windows 10. Uh, it's a it'll have a current file system format. Um, it's probably the way to go. It'll be it'll be completely factory fresh. Um, will that will that combine uh, the two part the partitions into one? It'll make a blank disk. Oh, okay. So and then, then you can. Yeah, then you okay. can create your partitions um, as as you'd like, but I wouldn't create any partitions. I just use, use it as one no, big. No, that's what I want to do. Right. I want to get rid of that yep. smaller second partition and have it all as one. Yeah. Okay, I'll go with that then. Thank you very much. You're welcome, John. Good luck. Thank you yep. again. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We'll put a link up here for you for CC Cleaner. Um, we're going to step out for a quick break. we got three lines open for you. We're going to be here until 11 o'clock, and then Dr. Alessi will be in with Healthy Rounds. So stick around, Don and Canton. Three lines open for you, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're going to get uh, right to your calls. You've been nice enough to join us here on a Saturday morning. We've got plenty of lines open for a top of the hour, so feel free to get online. We're going to go to Don in Canton. What's going on, Don? Yeah, hi. Hi, thanks you. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Yeah. Um, this is a, my, uh, my, wife's, my wife has a Windows 10 on her laptop, and she's using an Excel version 
2010. Uh, she's been using this particular file for a while and uh, making edits to it, changing, putting the numbers in. Yeah. And, and saving that file over and over again for weeks. Yeah. And fine, no problem. And all of a sudden, this past week, she tried to save some numbers on the, on the same Excel file, and uh, it wouldn't save it. It said, uh, the file is in use, uh, can't find the file. It was, a, it was a general error message, but what I did was I, I took, I, I, on my computer, I'm using Windows 10 also, mm-hmm. with um, ver- Excel version 2016. Yep. I, I took that file, put it on a stick, brought it over to my laptop, and uh, took the file and copied it into a blank, you know, uh, fresh uh, Excel sheet, mm-hmm. spreadsheet. And, uh, you know, I tried to save stuff on it, save, save it, and uh, it was fine. It would save it. All right. As soon as I, I put it back on the stick, <laughs> and... Uh, Brought it over to her Windows 10 computer running uh, Excel 2010, mm-hmm. and uh, same thing happened. She couldn't. She made some changes to it. Couldn't change it. What, what I'm wondering, and I just wanted to get some affirmation or see if this is all wet. Yeah. I was thinking I should stay stay on her computer, take that file on her on her laptop, copy it to a a blank sheet. Mm-hmm. And uh, and see if that works. I don't know. You could. I was. I did a Google search on, on this kind of problem, and it said you don't. I know. I heard you mention about uh, safe mode, starting in the safe mode. And the, the, the little thing I got from Google search was, uh, if you're using Windows 2000, Excel 2010, uh, it won't correct it if you go into say, you know, start up in safe mode. Mm-hmm. So I'm just. Uh, I run out of run out of options. I don't know what else to try. Yeah, well, obviously your 2016 works fine with the file, so there's something wrong with it within her machine. Your idea of starting with a blank file in when in the Excel 2010 is probably a good way to start and trying to copy the data in. That should have been something you tested already. You didn't do that yet. You know, I, I didn't, and it's a, it's been a sudden change. It's been only in the last, uh, like I said, the last week. Yeah. Because she's been running that same file, so is it possible that somehow the An update uh, broke it? Yeah, it got corrupted. Like Excel when 2010 got corrupted on her machine. Not corrupted per se. Bob thinks an update might have broke it, but the problem is this is this is where we live, right? This is why does it work? yesterday and not today. So what do we do? We go to a backup and get the last file. Now you've been overwriting the same file, right? You don't have yeah, a back you don't have a backup of a healthy file that was healthy on Friday. Uh, well, it's it's healthy it's healthy on my machine. Well, that's not my point. No, okay. <laughs> you need to okay. find you gotta find out if the file works. So if you had a proper backup scheme, and I'm not accusing you of anything, but if you had a proper backup scheme, you'd be able to go and say, Okay, that file stopped working Monday. Let's go back to Friday's file. And let's see what's going on with Friday's file. You bring up Friday's file. Hey, Friday's file works fine. So if then you know there's a problem with the version of that file, the one you updated. Something got corrupt in it, and that happens with computers because they're running on you know it's all zeros and ones, right? They get confused. So you bring up the Friday file. Everything's fine. You move forward. You can't do oh, that. You. you can't do actually, that. Actually, actually, I did back up. She um, has um, 
shouldn't have very many files, so it takes up a lot, very very little space. Yeah, I do. I do have a backup of her, all her files. Nice. Yes. Going back, how far? Is it a few days old, a month old? Well, no, it's it's uh, it could it could be a month or two, but it's on a stick. Yeah. So try that. Take that file, the same one you're dealing with. Yep. And try to open it. Now, don't have to put the file on her local drive. Run it from the stick, right? Go ahead and browse over to the stick. I assume the file's readable, and see if you can open it. If you can, now now you're not now it's not an update that caused the issue. You know there's some sort of corruption from when you backed it up between now and when the problem occurred. Something happened to the file. Now your 2016 Excel is handling that corruption better than the 2010 version of Excel. That's where Microsoft would say, "Well, see, you should upgrade and pay, keep paying us. We do better with when it's nice and new." Well, I'll, I'll, tr- I'll, I'll tr- yeah, I'll try that because I do have it backed up. So if it's a few months old, I can. Yeah, I but can so, so, so it's on, it's on a, on a stick. So I, see, so yeah, I open that file on the stick. Yeah, open the file on the stick, and if it opens, you know, and you can and you can uh, manipulate it. You know, save it as a different file locally. Right. Once you manipulate it, add some numbers to it, as you would say, and see if it saves. And you know, the problem is with the file itself. The one you continue to use, and get in the, and get in the habit of having more shots at your data. If this is a business application where you need to modify this file regularly, you no, need more than one shot. No, it's strictly home use. But, okay. Uh, yeah, she's just it's keeping our uh, just records, it's tax records and stuff like that. She keeps on that file and billing, okay. you know. Okay. All right. Okay. No, that's, that's uh, you know that, that that sounds good. You know, I was going to ask you a quick question. Open DNS. Yeah. Is that you know, I hear you talk about that a lot, and uh, you know, I haven't uh, gone and read it. Is that is that a it was something that was keeping me from from using that? I thought you have to download that onto your. No, nope. is that that's not a browser? Right? No, it's not a nothing you're downloading. It's just a couple of IP numbers you're going to set in your DNS settings of your network, so that you're not using the cable company's DNS. You're going to use this safer, more secure DNS. Okay. It's it's something you can just change by putting in two pairs of numbers um, in your DNS configuration, and we have we have so many instructions out there. It's probably listed almost every week on our uh, computer talk with tab site. If you go to our links, you'll find information on how to do it. Yes, you can download a little file. It's called an IP updater, so that if you wanted to configure OpenDNS, so let's say I want you to just be on the safe browsing, right? So you're at least minimally. Say, surfing on OpenDNS, but you can also say, you know what, I want to restrict access to certain types of sites so that kids in my home have don't have access to porn, right? Seems like a nice thing to, to protect them from. So you can download what's called an IP updater, and that will do something that'll say, okay, this is Don from Canton. When he logs in, he doesn't want anybody in his network to have access to the, this site. And it'll, it'll keep track of that ability of your IP because it gets changed by your, your Internet provider. So always OpenDNS knows who Don from Canton is okay. so that your settings can be um, offered to you. Well, now you say the DNS settings. Is that something in the router? The router you can uh, do it in the router where the router hands out um, IP settings. Yep, it'll hand out DNS as well. Okay. And if you did it in the if you did it in the router, it means everybody in your network that comes into your network, whether it be a smartphone, a laptop, or anybody, would right. be surfing safer and faster. Meaning all of your streaming will be faster. Everything will be better. But on the on the tech computer on your website, you see you think there's uh, some uh, oh there's tons tons of instruction. How to, do, yep. how to do it? Yep. 
Okay. Well, very good. Thank you. Enjoy the program. Thanks, Don. Thank you for taking my call. My pleasure. All right. So it's a good. The moral of the story is have multiple shots at your backup. Right, Bob? You can't just have one shot at your That's data. Absolutely correct. Multiple shots. You need to go back to versions, past versions of your file, because if your file's corrupted and you have no version to go back to, you're done. There's nothing we can do. And increase the capacity of the system restore, so it gives you even more shots at your data. For recovery points, yeah. Let's try to get uh, Richard's question in quickly. Hey, Richard, we're coming up against the top of the hour here. What's your question? The uh, question was, is it possible to transfer information from, from a regular standard solid-state drive from laptop to another laptop via USB cord, or how could I do that You'd have without to take, taking drives out? Ah, you got to take the drive out, or you're going to copy it to a thumb drive. And move okay. the thumb, you know, do it that way. There's no cable you're going to connect the two together with. No, so you have, so can I take the, let's say I have the SSD that has the operating system. Can I transfer the operation system from mm. that to the bigger drive and then put the new no. expanded drive in? Not with a normal copy and paste. You'd be doing something called a clone. Yes, yeah. Oh, okay, is. that's what I thought. Yeah, but if you clone a, uh, let's say it's a Toshiba laptop's operating system and try to stick it into an HP, you got a big mess. Yeah, it's Toshiba going into a, Asus. I had a feeling. So that ain't gonna work. That ain't, that's not going to work, yeah. Okay. All right, Richard? So that's basically the way you All right, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, just copy your data using a thumb drive or, or what have you, but that's okay. the easiest way. All right, thank way. you very much. You're welcome. Okay, bye. Thanks, you guys, for all calling on this Saturday morning. We do appreciate it. It gives us something to do. Otherwise, we're talking about our kids, which I'm going to do right now. Um, Southington Music of the Night. Make sure you head out there. I don't have any kids performing in there anymore, but my nephew will be there. And it's a tremendous marching band show, so check it out in Southington. Gates open at 3. I want to thank Matt for producing the newly married Matt. He looks different. He does look different. Yeah, you can tell you're married. You're so much happier. Um, <laughs> I want to thank Mike for posting everything live over at computertalkwithtab.com. Everything is posted over at Facebook as well. If you like us on Facebook over at Tab Computer Systems, and Zuckerberg deems it worthy, it just might get into your news feed. Hang around. Dr. Lessie's up next with Healthy Rounds. See you next week. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.